Alright, hey everyone, how's it going? It's been a long time, hasn't it? It has. It's been like almost two-ish months. It's a ridiculous long amount of time. Where have I been in that amount of time? What have I seen in that amount of time? What have I done? What have I been doing? What has happened to me? What changes in growth and wonderful, wonderful, mischievous sin have I gotten into in the last two months? Well, I'm going to do my best to remember everything and tell you, but it's been quite a run, everybody. I'm excited to get back to it. I'm excited to be in front of not only a camera, but also a microphone. I guess I'm in front of both of you right now. And by you, I'm personifying the tools that I'm using right now. That's weird. Okay. How about we throw in... The theme song. Oh, gee whiz, Satan. Why am I so unhappy? Jim. It's just like I said, Jimmy Jim. It's like I said. Just stop sucking so much. Cause you suck, Jimmy. <laughs> right, right. Usually I just bob my head up and down for like X amount of time and I don't really know how long the intro is. So this time I actually use the real intro. This is all unnecessary information and you're very welcome for it. First off, I would like to say that this episode is brought to you. Where is it at? Right there. Oak Road Brewery. That's what this episode is brought to you by. Living the lager life. Let me tell you, the best lager life. And if you didn't know, 12 Beers of Christmas is coming up starting December 1st. So December 1st, 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, they're coming out with beers. And then there's three beers the following week, three more beers the following week, and then two more the very last week right before Christmas. And if you get all 12... If you can be there every single day when the new beer is released and you can buy a beer and you get your whole bunch and you get all 12 beers. It sounds easy. It sounds super simple. And I believe it. You can do it. But not everyone can. So you can be better than everyone else. You can show your true, purest, best lago life by getting all 12 beers. That starts December 1st. And you get an amazing t-shirt at the end that... Cat Studio is actually printing and I also illustrated it myself so it's a very inclusive wonderful thing and I cannot encourage you enough to join me in drinking all of the beers this year I did my first one last year and this time there's no way I'm not doing it I just kind of want everyone else to join me so you should do it like I said this is brought to you by Oak Road all right now let's get into it first things first I believe I stopped doing these in the beginning of October, and that was when I was, I had just finished, or maybe it was like towards the tail end of September or something, like one of those two. So I had two exhibits at Public Works Art Center in Somerville, South Carolina that I was submitting work for, and so it took up a lot of my time because I didn't really have anything worth submitting before this so i had to paint all new things 
that I felt were up to my standard. And so that took a decent amount of time, but it was a lot of fun. And I gained a lot of painting experience. It was totally worth it. Like all the stress and trying to figure things out and all the things on top of each other and having to figure out the best way to execute this and what I couldn't do because I didn't have enough time to do and what I needed to practice on and what I was just going to wing it and all these things flying around while also working at a bakery and trying to run the studio and having to get guests for the podcast and everything. So it's very logical that, hey, this is something's got to go so I can execute everything else because what's the point of doing 8,000 things if they're all like stupidly mediocre or fucking worse than that? Like if you're going to do a lot of things, at least be really good at a lot of things. And so I had to drop one of them so I could keep my level of quality. And that was the podcast. So why all of a sudden am I able to do it again? Well, let me just tease your taint a little bit because we're going to answer that later on. I just want to keep reminding you that there's so much to cover, so many questions to answer. And so finally, after the first month of the exhibit where I was a watercolor artist, there was another exhibit immediately after a printmaking. And so I was doing lino cut block printing, which is the exact exhibit that's going on right now at Public Works Art Center. And there's like affordable prints. Most things are around like $50 or less. There's a couple that are a little bit more if you want to get a little fancy with it. But it's supposed to be something that you can make a lot of easily and something more affordable for the holidays. That being said, I did not, again, have anything worth putting up in a show. Like everything I had was very small and silly, and it was all just meant for like t-shirts at the very beginning of Baked Cat Studio. All I did was lino cut block print apparel. Like there was no screen printing. And so like I have like probably like 50 block card designs of like multiple colors and outlines and just a whole bunch of things, but nothing worth hanging up in an art gallery. So I had to start all over again and create new work for another show right after I just finished creating work for that show. And on top of that, big news happened. To get the beautiful, wonderful, just there's so many things happened all at once. Um, as all this is going on, the studio side brought about, like brought on, and I'm sure I've mentioned this before, I'm not exactly sure what the exact time, but a lot of it got traction and became real around the same time of us, of me bringing on extra people to help with the studio. And so CJ Goolsby and Rachel Mallet joined the team. And it was a little rocky in the beginning because a lot of it is apparel based of stuff that we're working on. Um, and so I didn't exactly know how we were going to get into it because I was just beginning into screen printing and it was this huge confusing mess and it was like so much trial and error, just, just error after error after error after fucking error after, oh my God, I think this is going to be the best one. It's a fucking failure error again. And I'm talking about goddamn fucking years of working on screen printing to where it's still giving me so much trouble that I about 
pulled the remaining stubs of hair that I have. I just, oh my God, almost lost it. But I didn't give up because just the thought of giving up makes me angry. Um, having to look someone and be like, yeah, yeah, I gave up because I don't have a reason. There isn't a good one. And there are times I've been so over busy and overworked, but still the thought of giving up makes me angry and I, I fucking won't do it. So I didn't give up and uh, it actually turned out to work out. We got working in the end and so we started printing. You know, we had our Finding Fika line that's uh, the studio came out with Baked Cat. And so there's like a whole bunch of yoga inspired outfits, like stuff you can wear while doing yoga, stuff you can wear like comfort, like hoodies and stuff that you wear outside of doing yoga. Um, so then we got into like marketing all of that and doing a bunch of yoga stuff with Rachel and then trying to put together like what we can assemble for the holiday season. And so we're just building this beautiful studio birth child of just so many so many things wow that was disgusting so many things that i've always wanted to do and just never had enough hands to do it or enough skill to do it we're finally able to be contemplated and planned and and achieved and it was fucking addictive and i am still like wildly obsessed with how much is possible when you have so like you have good help on your team like it it's a Fucking game changer. There's no way I would be able to be where I'm at right now if I weren't for them. And that was a huge leap. And so all these things became like super exciting. And um, the things that we've always been talked about, always wanted to do, we finally were able to do. So also about that same time, I started teaching classes at Public Works Art Center, which is where I was also right. Oh, hey, you're following along. Good. I'm proud of you. That's where the art exhibits were for. Um, so, I had to get comfortable and used to teaching, which was a whole thing. And I'm still getting used to it. It's only been a few months of me teaching. Maybe even a couple, honestly. Yeah, I think I just wrapped up on my last class of the second month. So, there's all of that to get used to. And then I also signed up to be a site manager at the art studio. So, it's like another job on another job. And at the same time, Oak Road officially like full-on like hey you guys we want you to help us market and create content and promote the business and it's like let's get all the creative uses that we've been working on but let's throw it like full force let's just hammer it out like we're going in we're jumping in that chasm fuck it let's dive in there we're not going to drown we're going to swim we're going to make it out it's going to be fucking amazing we're going to do it together and it was a huge leap I think for them and us, honestly, and I greatly appreciate Oak Road um, helping us get to where we are right now, and also like helping me express and figure out how to use these ideas that I have in a very professional but like creative, new, fresh way. It's been a really awesome, fantastic um, couple months lately. So all of that's happening all at once, and so I'll kind of want to recap of all the things I'm trying to do at once. It's painting and having commissions, uh, block printing, uh, carving out the block prints for that upcoming show, and oh, and all the stuff I was just talking about wasn't even recorded. So I just want to stab myself in the fucking face right now. God damn it!
think I accidentally hit the pause button as I'm just over here just being so vocal and talking. Alright. Well, not everything was erased. You're about to see a rare scene of me just jumping in right where I left off like nothing ever happened. What in the world? Just so many things were possible and I was just completely overwhelmed by all of the things that we could do. And at the same time, Oak Road took a big leap and they threw their eggs into our basket. And our basket was like, okay, we have a basket now. Let's start making shit. Um, essentially, we fully teamed up and created this wonderful like marketing content creation thing where we work with them a lot to create and promote and take pictures and illustrations and videos and campaigns and like t-shirts and screen printing like almost everything you can imagine this is what we're doing and this is what i've always wanted to do and stuff that i've been doing for the studio itself so it's time to work with another client and see how far we could professionally grow and we've been doing this a little bit, just like, like I said, Tease and Taints, baby. Tease and Taints? That's the name of this one. And so that we finally like took the full plunge and made it like a real thing. And it's very exciting. And I'm super grateful for the opportunity to grow so much. But it was not at all possible without CJ and Rachel. Um, so to kind of recap where, what, like all the shit that I've been doing is the brewery. And all of the new nuances of illustrating and video and series and all that stuff. At the same time, I'm doing watercolor commissions. And I'm teaching watercolor classes and block printing classes. And I'm carving block prints for the upcoming exhibit. And all the previous time, I was using painting for the exhibit. And I'm also being a site manager. And I'm screen printing shirts and taking pictures of like modeling and we're doing videos for promotions and we're promoting and I'm doing illustrations for my studio as well. And we're planning everything out. I'm updating the website and I'm updating our bios <laughs> and I'm still working at the bakery. It was, it's a lot. Even laying it out like that is just, it's insane. It's fucking insane. And so... It was very clear to me, especially after talking with Ben about um, the studio and brewery connection, something else besides the podcast had to go. And there's no way that I was going to be able to stretch myself thin enough to grow enough to get to the next limit um, while also having the day job. And there have been times where I've just made the leap and I quit my day job to go full time into artists. And a lot of time it was for the wrong reason. It was just because I fucking hated my day job. And I wanted to use that as an excuse. And I thought, hey, this is going to be the moment where I'm just going to get it together. And I'm just going to be a successful artist. But it never worked out because I always quit for the wrong reason. I was angry. I was immature. I couldn't handle my shit. So obviously I wasn't going to do what it took to grow my art business. And uh, this time it was different. This time I am still a little nervous about it. But that nervousness is going to keep my butt in the flames so that I work hard enough to make sure that we have enough clients and we're making enough money to continue growing and 
And we're not looking back, baby. Uh-oh. Not at all. Why am I doing this? Okay. So there's all of the shit that's been happening. And to top it off, we were planning a Halloween party, which is going to answer one of the questions that I brought up in the the teaser on social media. During this Halloween party, I was devil on vacation, or Satan on vacation, go fucking figure, right? I have like little, little devil horns, and I still have them, and I was attached them to my face, and I had super skimpy swim trunks on, and it was more like a Speedo, honestly. And it was great, and I was in flip-flops, because I was on fucking like tropical vacation. So when it came time to play the Halloween sack race, I took my shoes off. Because I knew they were going to trip me up. And I did it barefoot. And I will say. I fucking destroyed everyone else in that race. Like I was halfway on my return back. When they had just made it to the first tip of their their leg. Right? And it was on the halfway mark back. When I fell. And obviously I'm like god damn it. I knew I was going to fall. But I jumped back up quickly. I jumped and finished the race. I got out of the bag, passed it off to the next people. They fucked up, Ryan. And we ended up losing the race as a team. But I realized that I jammed my toe. I was like, well, that fucking sucks. It's starting to hurt. But I'm just going to limp around anyway. So as the night progressed, it got more and more painful. And I was still drinking. So I just ignored it more and more. And uh, yeah, so later on, it's just probably like maybe 1 o'clock in the morning. It's the size of a fucking squash just super fat and Rachel runs up and it's like spraying this like healthy spray stuff on it to control like the inflammation and I'm sitting by a fire and she's like your foot's fucked up you need to have that shit raised above your heart and I'm sitting there just like nah girl I'm at a party I ain't doing that shit she's like what do you mean (laughs) I was like, I'm not going to raise my foot up and just fucking sit here. Like, I'm at a party. I'm going to continue to have a good time. (laughs) Which was not the right move. And I knew it was not the right move. And I will never forget the face that she gave me. It was just like looking at almost like pure death. And she was like, fine. (laughs) And just like walked away. Uh, very deservingly so, though, because my stubborn ass woke up the next morning, and if you could believe it, it was not any more swollen. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. I'll just limp around a little bit. It's really bad jam. No big deal, right? So then I start wobbling around, helping clean up a little bit, and then that was the worst idea out of all of them so far because that definitely made my foot swell up even more to the point where I have stretch marks in my skin where it's swelled up so much that it basically just tore my skin it's wonderful it's disgusting after that obviously it was bedridden for a week I had my foot raised up above my head like all the fucking time I caught out of the bakery I iced it I wore a boot for three weeks after that I had to stop wearing the boot because it hurt my heel so much. Um, And then... I bought a cane. You know, if I'm going to be honest, I always wanted a cane. And uh, this is definitely the first of many canes for me. 
the luxury cane game is sweet, and my bougie ass is going to be all up in that. You best believe it. So I got a cane so I can walk around with real shoes. And that's what I've been doing, so I can't really work out that well. It's been four weeks, really, in between real good working out. I just started to get back into it. I'm going to try and hit the gym. So that answers the foot question of why I've been hobbling around. Um, let's see. Oh. Let's get to this. Which you may not know. But there's this thing going around on the internet. Where you can save Scottish land. And when you save Scottish land and you buy it, you become the lord of that land. I'm a lord of land in Scotland now. And I legally have the name of Lord Caleb. And in doing so, my friend bought me... <laughs> Whitney, thank you very much. Bought me this lovely crown to go along with my lordship. And I think it'll be more comfortable with hair. It's not like it's uncomfortable as a bald motherfucker. But I just think it looks better with hair. Also, my lordship was the gift as well. Thank you, Jenna, for that. I had to give you credit for all these wonderful things. These are not things that I've done myself, but... All things that I will accept and bring into my personality wholeheartedly so that my head barely fits through doors now. Thank you very much, you two. You're lovely and I love you so much. So now that I'm Lord Satan, and you're listening to, like I said, with Lord Satan, you pretty much caught up on all like my ailments and what I've been up to. And, oh wait, the special caveat of why I'm able to get back into podcasting better and why I'm so excited and why all of this shit basically isn't freaking me the fuck out because it's too much to do I already told you I just realized that I already told I've been through this this happens so much on the podcast I just, maybe you just sacrifice memory with with good looks, does that happen? Is that a thing that, that we all have to... Do other people that look really good also have loss of memory? Because I already told you that I left the bakery, right? Or at least I talked about leaving the bakery at one point. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, you could say it's the drugs, but that's a terrible argument. It's terrible. That's not possible. I do know that people with anxiety have less memory, so there's also that to consider. Which I bet you didn't. I bet you didn't. Anyway, yeah, all the stupid stress. Cause you suck, Jimmy. Dumb shit that I had to handle there. And if anyone from the bakery hears me, just know that I like you guys. But I don't like the way shit was run there. And that's where I'm going to leave it. And it's fair enough. And now I don't have that tying down, so I have a regular sleep schedule. I can work longer. I'm not stressed out. I don't need to go to bed at like 3 o'clock in the fucking afternoon. And everything's so much easier when you have a healthy mind. And holy fuck, all this extra time to work on shit has been amazing. And so we're just going to keep going after it. This year coming up is going to be a fucking crazy ass whirlwind. We didn't see what the fuck was happening or coming with 2020. It was backhanded curveball. Smack right to the jaw. 
So we don't know really what we're going to get with 2021, but A, at least we don't have to deal with fucking Trump's dumbass shit. Whatever dumb shit that happens with Biden in there, whatever. At least it's not Trump's dumb shit. Just give me different dumb shit I fucking have to deal with. And at least we're all at least adjusted to COVID, so it's not going to be like a huge like whirlwind of change of events. So whatever 2021 has to bring, holy shit, it seems like we're going to at least have something better than what we got here. And with not having a J J job, a J J J job, J J J job, without having extra responsibilities that I don't give a fuck about, I'm excited to spend all my all my information, all my energy, into projects and clients that I do care about. So I think this is going to expand and get better, just as the studio is expanding and getting better, just how everything else is growing and getting better. So I want you to either hold on to your taints or take all your clothes off and just embrace the tickle because it's going to be a good time. And thank you for your patience while we get everything ready. And now that you've been caught up, you can go by beautiful, wonderful, extremely like high quality soft shit. Like all the apparel we have in our store is fucking soft as shit. It's incredible. Go check out our store, buy some stuff. We're going to get, like I said, merch coming sometime soon in the future. Uh, We're still getting the ball rolling, like I've told you. And I'm fucking excited, and we can't do it without you. So without you people listening and watching and buying our shit and supporting us, like everything that we're doing is only helping a brewery make beer. And so actually, I guess at the end of the day, that's pretty fucking sweet because I drink a lot of Oak Road beer, so it makes me happy. But... Your help and contribution makes everything immensely better. Like, I can't even quantify how much better it is having people that are enjoying what we're doing. So thank you, and thank you to Oak Road. And like I said, if you want to check out any of our stuff and help us out even more, you can buy some merch at BakedCatStudio.com. See y'all fuckers on Thursday.